Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need information. I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Well, all three men arrested in connection with Mac Miller's death have now been indicted and accused of dealing counterfeit oxycodone that caused the rapper's death. A federal grand jury handed up the indictments of Cameron Pettit, Stephen Walter, and Ryan Revis in a California federal court. Uh, and the federal authorities say that Mac Miller crushed those counterfeit pills, snorted them, and died. All three are charged with conspiring to distribute controlled substances resulting in death and distribution of fentanyl resulting in death. Each charge carries a mandatory minimum sentence of 20 years and potential for maximum jail life sentence in jail. So there, that is happening there. And celebrities, well, they're just like us. They have other celebrity crushes and Sam Smith is revealing his celebrity crush is Harry Styles saying he's absolutely sensational. He is. He said, I have seen him recently. He is so fit like I lose my breath. And <laughs> Sam Smith also revealed uh, that he had a crush on Shia LaBeouf when he was in high school. So, All right. cute there. He'll, he'll really have a crush when he sees him in Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, and uh, Mariah Carey, she is moving past Madonna on uh, the recording industry's most certified list because of her holiday album. Her Merry Christmas album has made history, pushing Mariah Carey to 65 million records sold, and she just passed Madonna. Madonna has 64.5 million albums sold right now. Uh, still, Barbara Streisand, she has 68 million certified albums sold. So we're working our way up. All right. Well, that's all the dirt this hour. For more, check out mytalk1071.com or download the MyTalk app. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk 1071. Show my talk 1071 everything entertainment and of course October has kicked off and that means a new round of listener rewards you can enter to win a furnace that's right a furnace from Dean's professional plumbing heating and air or tickets to a screenings of this year's Twin Cities Film Fest plus gift cards galore and Aveda skincare packs to get you through the fall. 
So uh, get the app or stream online. Get registered today. Use listener rewards. The keyword at mytalk1071.com. That's a huge win because that's something you just never want to buy, really. <laughs> a, a furnace? Uh, yes. No. yes it's, it's a high ticket item. That is a big <laughs> win. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so last night in the late night world, the couches were pretty busy and there were some fun couches and some goofy couches. Now, I watched the. I watched a little of both. Did you? Yes. Uh, the fun couch, Phoebe Waller-Bridge yes, on I Seth Meyers. Yep. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer and Chuetel Edifor were on with James Corden. Okay. Um, and then Joaquin Phoenix was on with Jimmy Kimmel. I saw that. Very strange interview with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He looked very handsome. He did. He he's, did. He is a handsome dude. Um, and his movie, The Joker, is Joker, on Joker opens. And um, one of our favorite people at The Hollywood Reporter, here's what they write. If ever there was a movie that doesn't live up to its hype, it's Todd Phillips' much-debated Joker, a stripped-down, deconstructed comic book movie, supposedly the most inflammatory, dangerous, provocative movie of the year. Um, uh, Don't call it a superhero movie. This is prestige drama. It won the Golden Lion at the Venice Film Festival. Bull, bull, bull. It's (laughs) unlike any other comic book movie. Well... According to this reviewer, the Joker can't deliver on any of that hype. Some of really? it's good. He's good. It's here's the real burn. The movie has no point of view, which is never a compliment. It's no. taxi driver for dummies. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> a kind of cinematic crib sheet copying homework from Martin Scorsese. Joaquin Phoenix is the best thing in the movie. Uh, but it is, it's kind of amazing. Such an empty spectacle has sparked so much heated debate, but then comic book movies usually are overhyped. Well, it'll be interesting because they're expecting it to take in at least 70, 60 to 70 million um, without having reviewers or anything. It's, about- on se- it's at 74% on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes as opposed to 98% for the Eddie movie movie, Dolomite is My Ed- Name. Eddie Murphy. Which, where is Eddie Murphy? He's just done a few sit downs with yeah. people. I mean, he hasn't been on any 98%. late night. Maybe he's going to be, but 98%. Wow. People said that's supposed to be really good. Really good. But let's go back to the Joker for a second. So it did get, what, a five-minute standing ovation when it premiered in at the Venice Film Festival, right? Mm -hmm. So there's something there that people really, really... I mean, those are critics. You know, so but who knows? Julia, the the movie critics in in you know foreign Europe, country, foreign countries, and they're more in love with Batman than we are here. Maybe, I, maybe it might. It might Do you be. think this is going to be you know critic proof though? I know a lot of people want to see this, and I'm talking Certainly boys for the first week. Well, it's not critic proof; it's audience audience proof. proof. That's is, what I meant. Excuse what me. It is, but um, Joker. This, according to this review, just said this. This movie doesn't have any opinion other than people are crappy. Is the okay. point of view? I give you that point of view from the house stars. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. and then then he took Donnie. Good thank way you. To sneak that in. Yeah. Thank you. It's <laughs> very it. mumbly. It very was. mumbly. You could just say that out loud, Julie. You yeah. don't have to side mouth it. Go ahead. <laughs> I was so disappointed in that movie, Hustlers. Oh. Okay. And the point of view was just like that. Didn't it, have any thread through it. 
That's what that's what this review from yeah. the reporter is saying about the Joker. It's not in our. We don't really like these kind of movies. No, but anyway. my kids want to see it because so, we saw the last like one with Heath Ledger, the last Batman man one together. Yeah, but his weird thing that he had on Kimmel last night. Okay, so the the, uh, the interview starts out. It's a regular interview. They're just talking, blah 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 blah. Then they go to a commercial break, and when they come back, um, Jimmy Kimmel says, "Hey." You know, what was the set like? And and Joaquin says, oh, it was really fun. We had such a good time. And I'm thinking to myself, we read that he was he so unpredictable. He left the set all the he time. He was hungry because right. he was really skinny. Yep. And, and he, he lost method. 52 pounds. He had to lose 52 pounds for the role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was hangry. So then what they do is it, Jimmy Kimmel says, well, one of your colleagues or something, your PR team sent us this video about, you know, let's just see what how fun it was. Because he just right. talked about how fun it was. Then they play this video of Joaquin just saying, quit calling me that. Quit talking. And being like just really crabby and angry. And this guy, I think it was one of the, the director maybe kept calling him Cher. And then he says disparaging things about Cher, and it it just looks horrible. And then I didn't know what to think, and I thought, is Jimmy Kimmel spoofing him? Did the PR agency send the wrong film? Is this a mistake? But then Joaquin, they go back to him, and he's like, I'm really, I'm really embarrassed. It, it, I'm really he did that wacky thing with David Letterman. Well, this was when he was going to be a hip hop star, and he was filming it all over. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't know what that was. I was so uncomfortable. I shut it off. I know it. I shut it off. It seemed like a very stage corny, weird thing to do. But at the same time, I was so uncomfortable because it was so dumb. It was dumb. Don't mess with us like that. Yeah. All right. Well, because then I thought I should text Lori because maybe this is something iconic. Maybe it was a flub. That they sent no, the wrong film. The best, no. the best thing that we've ever gotten from a set that was secretly taped is Christian Bale losing his mind. Yeah. I don't know that we're ever going to get anything better than that. It was epic. He lost his mind up at a lighting guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was a stage thing. But I will say, I, d- I did enjoy Angelina talked to. Every outlet, I swear, for Maleficent. Look at how happy And we mistakenly are. said it was London. That was the Hollywood premiere that they were at. And um, she has said some interesting things. She spoke to E! News. And um, um, they asked her if, uh, first they asked about Maleficent. And she loves playing this role. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer said, too, like they are fans of each other now. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer and Angelina. That I saw they, that she needed a friend. She didn't have many. Well, I don't know if that's true, but she, she was asked about, um, <laughs> she said, there have been times in my life when I have felt, and maybe I've hidden them well from the public, where I've not felt free. I've not felt safe. I've not felt free of harm. I felt small. I felt cornered. And it's taken me a lot to find that again. Probably more of that today than I was in the last four years. Mm. <gasps> <gasps> You know, it's hard to get divorced, to break it's up. It's horrible. You've got six kids. It's horrible. You're trying to, like, not... It's horrible. You don't want to do it. No. I think that's what she's referring to. That No one wants sets out, like, that way, you know, when you get married and stuff. you And you have dreams, and then it's just... It's hard. Yeah, that's what I was referring mm-hmm. to. Like, that it was... It's not easy to walk away from your... Because she and Brad were together, what, a dozen years? Yeah. 
a dozen years. And um, anyway, she's she she did the whole rope line. Wow. And they had a really cute thing on entertainment tonight. BB Rexa is doing the theme song for uh-huh. Maleficent. And like she just totally fanned out with Angelina and got the photo. And Us Weekly is making up a story that Angelina will never get married again because Brad Pitt pressured her to tie the knot. That's their cover story. Don't buy the magazine because for that (laughs) that is a made-up story. But we even found they used a paragraph of a quote from Brad Pitt in our saying she said it. And I'm like, what? That magazine, they're really bad. They really They can't even write a good fake story. I know. Because they use stuff. It was so, I'm like, Dottie, we're done. Don't print anything from us. Yeah. And then they're terrible. And then Axis Hollywood, when she stopped and saw them at the Hollywood premiere of Maleficent, someone thought to ask her about her leg of doom. Well, they didn't call it the leg of doom. But remember at the Oscars in 2012 when she had the velvet dress and she brought it with the leg and we called it the leg of doom. And I think there's a Twitter account, the leg of doom. Yeah. And um, so she said, she was asked about that dress and she said, well, that wasn't my first choice of a dress. There's a whole longer story. I had a more complicated. I wore the comfortable dress and I was just so comfortable well and it was very much the theme of the movie and you just embrace it and so i just kind of cocked my hip and stuck yes. my leg out in the and know, then it was that and there there it was that i don't know i loved it. then i remember we had everybody doing the leg yeah yes oh she and brad looked so beautiful they really that. did jeez louise donnie thanks uh happy birthday to julie andrews we posted a little month oh she's 84, 84 today looks great she's great but can you imagine her her challenge being having this amazing voice and going in for nodule surgery yeah. and they ding something and she can never sing again? Yeah, I know. She's not ever been a whiny person nope, about she that. Never She's has. Like, but the rest of us have whined. Yeah, I know. She's a British she, stiff upper lip. Well, she right. had an angelic voice. I mean, she really did. Of all the people. Uh, well, and speaking of movies, the internet was going crazy for Birds of Prey. Which what is, is this? That is... Uh, Margot Robbie plays Harley Quinn, and she was in that. Uh, she's a character in the um, DC universe, oh. and she was in that last movie with all the characters. She's a lot of people dressed suicide. up. Her, suicide. Suicide Squad. Squad. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's got the pigtails. She's with like the, the funny bad makeup. Ad. She looks like the Joker being a girl almost. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. But uh, that 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 trailer, Donnie posted it, but people were going crazy. For that trailer and the Ryan Reynolds trailer. I don't know if you He's watched He's got either. another one about everyday heroes, but they're really superheroes, but yeah. they're everyday people. Yeah. So those Lots are, of... Those are things that are coming those up that are people things, are excited about. Uh-huh. February 7th, 2020. That's right. Mark your now. calendar. Well, yeah. people are really excited, Lori, about the first Cannabis Cafe. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Opening up in Hollywood. I didn't know that. I Lowell uh... Farms, a cannabis cafe, opened up in West Hollywood. It features a menu consisting of THC and CBD infused cuisine prepared by Le Cordon Bleu chef. And um, the main courses don't contain marijuana, but the menu features edibles as snacks and desserts. The so, place is going to be busy, busy, oh, busy. Oh, yeah. But they have a tokage fee. You know how you, if you bring your own wine bottle, they have a corkage oh, fee? A tokage. That's yeah. clever. I know. <laughs> you can't bring your own bongs or pipes at the table, but um, if you do light up, they'll charge you if you don't buy you know their stuff. So anyway, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. It is. It's in West Hollywood. I bet that thing is busy all the time. Right on Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Get ready to wait in line. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, listen, we come back. It's time for Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. Hi. What do we have today? Oh, let's dish a little dirt about a relationship that apparently is no more. That would be Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott reportedly calling it quits. Do you think it's a stunt breakup for his music or do you think it is a real breakup? I think that it's a real breakup in as much as they're probably sleeping with other people Mm -hmm. and doing their own thing. However, it doesn't mean that it's off for good. I feel like there is plenty of opportunity for Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott to get back together. I mean, they have a child together and they're young. And so maybe they just don't want to see each other right now. But Kylie Jenner is getting over Travis Scott by maybe getting under her ex Tyga because she was spotted at the Sunset Marquee Hotel at around 2 a.m. She rolled her Rolls Royce on over to the hotel and the recording studio. And then they were spotted leaving at around 3 in the morning. Now she was with a couple of friends, her friends Stasi and Kelsey. Unless if you, she's doing this to get what's his name jealous. Oh, get or Travis Scott jealous. jealous. Uh, yeah. It's all part of Chris Jenner's Jeez, master plot to right. get us concerned about Kylie Jenner. Well, there were sources exclusively talking to people.com. Those sources probably being Chris Jenner saying that their lifestyles are keeping them apart and that they're very busy, yada, yada, yada. You know, the right. standard boilerplate issue when somebody breaks up. She doesn't yeah. trust him. She has trust issues with him. How could you not? I mean, exactly. I'm like, duh. (laughs) Duh. That is in the study of duh. So what did you guys see Kylie Jenner's dress that she wore Mm -hmm. to Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin's wedding? Now, that was causing some controversy online because it was gold. Wasn't covering a lot. She was a golden baked potato. It was very relieving. Yeah, but that's revealing. They always wear those clothes. Don't you think, Lori? Uh, no, Julia, you, you do not dress like an Academy Award statue at your friend's wedding. But when you're Kylie Jenner, you don't give it to That's thoughts. what I was thinking. No. Yeah. And apparently the new pose is holding one of your boobs. Yeah. Because that's what Kylie Jenner has been doing lately. She just I've cuts one of, her, one of her boobs and then you get to show off a ring and your manicure. 
It's just like, I'm just going to sit here and and just hang out and talk and hold my right boob in my hand. But it was a very fancy dress. It was like a a dress that you would wear on stage. But she looked amazing in it. She did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some people saying that Kylie looked a little too amazing for the wedding. But, you know. But don't you think she was trying to put it out there as a single gal? Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Could very well be, Julia. I like that theory. That's what I was thinking. Let's talk about Ashton Kutcher and why he won't address Demi Moore's cheating allegations in her memoir, Inside Out. Sources talking to people.com about uh, this Inside Out memoir. Nothing came out in this book that Mila didn't already know about Ashton Kutcher. The source says there was no shock. There was no surprise. Did Ashton love the book? No, of course not. Did it impact their marriage at all? No, of course not. Now, this source goes on to say that Ashton has never spoken about her being Demi Moore. He hasn't talked about her since the divorce, and he never will. Here's the punchline. He respects that she's a mother with a family. Oh, jeez. <laughs> First of all, I do believe she already knew everything because the tabloids told us all about the cheating and the threesomes I'm sure he would have shared. I mean, what else is there to know? I, I just think it's interesting that they're even weighing Talking. in on this and doing the the, the Disney paparazzo yeah. plan. It, it makes me think that everything isn't okay with them. Yeah, you're right. You're talking about that picture that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis took over the weekend of them posing in Disneyland like everything is just fabulous and wonderful. And the source goes on to tell People.com about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis's relationship that they're staying focused on their family's happiness. Well, that, I, hope, I hope that's true, but yes. I just kind of, it's a weird play. Y- yeah. Right. They've always been very private Yeah, mm-hmm. and they make fun of the tabloids yeah, and stuff, do. so it would have just been so much better to ignore, ignore, ignore. Right. Because Ashton Kutcher did that thing last week on his Twitter account where he made that stupid comment, that shady comment, and then now they're planning stories in People.com to reassure the public that their relationship isn't impacted by Demi Moore's memoirs. We all get it, Ashton. Demi was your starter marriage, your starter wife, and it didn't work. Yeah. Nobody blames you for it. If anything, I feel like Demi, we haven't read the book yet, but it does seem like... Because uh, I think rumor was on the talk she yesterday, was. and she's like, "My mom owns everything. She is mm-hmm. not a victim in any of these stories." That's what her. her and she did. She say was that. impressed by because those girls didn't talk to their mom for like three years. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. Remembering that story about when Demi Moore was in like dire straits during that party and right. her daughters were there. I mean, that was a lot of drama mm-hmm. happening there. Uh, a lot of drama happening over on the dailymail.com where they're exclusively talking to Mel B's former assistant. And he alleges that Mel B verbally and emotionally abused her three daughters. Uh, this former assistant, he's talking and he says, every time I think about the abuse against the children, my whole body starts to shake. And he recalls Mel B dragging her oldest daughter, Phoenix, who's 20 years old, by the way, down the stairs while screaming expletives. And she and he says that he attacked, she attacked, excuse me, her daughter Angel's 12 because she wouldn't go to bed. So he says that it's because of Mel B's drug and alcohol abuse. We've known she she's had trouble. Way. Didn't she lose her job on American uh, X Factor in, London, in UK? But now I'm thinking of the Daily Mail and that and the they lies. will pay for these stories. Okay, Lori. And then so that they can just say somebody denies Twist it. So it. I, okay. I, I really... Now we can't even trust them. Well, I just raised my eyebrow at this story all the way that this nanny is selling and making up a story for... 
Well, at the very least, Gary, who is the former assistant, is talking to the Daily Mail because there might be a little pay for play situation going on. In as much as the Daily Mail, kind of like the National Enquirer, where they will talk to people and they'll give them a little bit of money. So uh, Gary is also accusing Mel B's personal physician of enabling her behavior and doesn't have a lot of good things to say about him either. Uh, Jim Carrey is entering the world of literary fiction, writing a novel called Memoirs and Misinformation. He has a co-author with this. It's going to be published next year. And according to the publisher, Jim Carrey is going to take on celebrity acting, romance, and some other subjects he's familiar with. And the publisher is calling this Memoirs and Misinformation's book a fearless and semi-autobiographical deconstruction of persona. That's too long. That sounds too. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I he's probably got a great story, yeah, but I'm it sure. sounds like a weird setup. It does. Well, it's this is a deconstruction a of yeah. a persona. I mean, they've got time to work on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey says of this book, none of it is real and all of it is true. So this is Jim Carrey talking around in circles. Yeah. You know, in the past couple of years, he likes to deconstruct the red carpet and tell everyone that nothing is real and that this is all an illusion. So I, I do think we're like his a cartoons. I mean, he does do some like amazing cartoons he's on become, social media. Yeah, he's kind of become a cartoonist. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we shall see if you want to check it out. Is the he ever going to act again? He's on that uh, Showtime show. Kidding. Oh, that's right. They renewed have, it again. Oh, we have never did. watched it once. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched it? I haven't. Mm-mm, so I can't really speak to that. Okay. But Jim Carrey is acting a little here and there. And finally, Elton John is pulling a share and extending his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour to the end of next year. It started in September of last year. So he's already been doing it for a yeah. year. Going to do it for another year after that. And then we shall see if he's going to do more. But look, if you have not seen Elton John in concert, you have the opportunity to do so. He's so good. He's so good. Yeah. So good. All right, Holly, thank you very much. uh, Let's get an update on traffic, and then we're going to move mosey on over to Vintage Scandal. Ooh, exciting. Always love Vintage Scandal. Not really loving traffic this afternoon, but it's brought to you by American Refugee Committee, which has a new name, a light starting near Golden Valley, 169 southbound, a crash. Highway 55, right around 13th Avenue. Over in Fridley, a crash, 694 westbound. And then there was a scandal. Vintage. Scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. <laughs> what do we got? All right. Well, this week, the broader release of Judy, the Judy Garland um, movie starring Renee Zellweger in the last few years of her life. Year. Is it just the last I year think, of her life? I think Judy is. I believe just it takes is the last place year. The yeah. last year or so, the from 45 to 46. Okay, so we're revisiting someone who spent a lot of time with Stevie. She worked with her for 4 years. Wait, her, you mean with Judy? I mean with Judy. Judy. Her name is Stevie Phillips. And um she wrote a book back in uh 2015 and it was called Judy and Liza and Robert and Freddie and David and Sue and me. That is a terrible title I for a book, but she was her she manager. She was her manager. So what happened is... Gosh, how old is Stevie now? She's like... High 80s? I think so. Okay. Um. So what happened is when at the end of Judy Garland's career, she could not get anybody to hire her anywhere. She was too unreliable. Her alcoholism, her drug addiction was obvious to everybody and no one could hire, no one could insure. Okay. So... Her PR team and manager decided, well, here's what we'll do. They still love her in the UK. Let's get her to go to the UK 
and deliver a one-woman show. Mm-hmm. Because where she was wonderful always was when she was on stage. stage. How she got there was interesting a lot of times. But yeah. when she was on stage, she could do it. She could perform like no tomorrow. And that's what we're seeing in the movie, the talk that's of the what town we're seeing, thing. The talk of the town. Why she's got to leave California and go exactly. to England. Okay. So they, um, the guys who, it was um, David Bagelman, who is a cat and a half. He was um, like an agent. He's and, an agent at the time. Mm-hmm. And his partner were working with Judy Garland. He also managed Paul Newman, Liza Minnelli, Steve McQueen, and other people. And he embezzled money from his clients, including Judy Garland. And he took his life after he got busted uh, yes. endorsing checks. Yes, he did. Uh, Cliff Robertson, I he believe. He didn't take his mm. life till 1995 after other business things. Right. But he's going to be another vintage okay, scandal. Okay, we'll do him another day. All right, so, got it. So here is Stevie, okay? She is a file clerk in the 60s, and she ends up being Judy Garland's manager. Um, She was solely hired. Her only job was to make sure that Judy Garland was out on the stage each night fit, in a fit state to perform. So she must be portrayed in the movie. I think so. Yeah, okay. So um, here's what she says. Um, at the time, Judy was unreliable, independent, blah, 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 blah. Um, David Bragelman saw that they couldn't build a business and take care of her at the same time because Judy Garland was totally time-consuming. Mm-hmm. She needed attention 24-7. So they prepared the concert tour for her to establish her reliability. All right. If she could make it out on the stage at 8 p.m., they could persuade Hollywood to take another look at her. And um, Stevie's job was to get her on stage at time. So she was a young secretary at the time, very young. She was 23, ambitious and ambitious. So and she becomes the stage manager? She becomes, she becomes the manager wow. of Judy. Wow. So when she met Judy, um, Judy was constantly surfing cocktails of amphetamines, downers, and a German mass market white wine called Blue Nun. Oh if my you can gosh, remember, you remember no, that. No. I know. I felt like it was a leap for Melch or something. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, she said that. Sweet. Very. Yeah. Yes, that Judy Garland was unpredictable and was a confirmed addict and alcoholic. She could no longer drink hard liquor because her liver was dis, 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 distended. Distended. distended, yeah. Okay, she was an enormous emotional pain coupled with great physical pain when she started. The amount of drugs she took, even back then, to get to ground zero at a place where she could perform, she wow. couldn't even believe how much. But wow. again, once she got on stage. Mm-hmm. So in the long name member, Judy memoir that she wrote in 2015, Judy mm-hmm. Liza Robert, blah, blah, blah. She said that here are some of the things that happened to her. Um, At one point, this was a horrific episode in 1961. She was helping Judy Garland dress at the Plaza Hotel Suite in New York um, for some media thing. Mm -hmm. And um, Judy Garland struck a match to light a cigarette but she ended up lighting herself on fire. Like a mm. robe or gown yes, or something? the star Judy Garland looks down at her blue nightgown, burning up her leg, and then matter-of-factly walked to the bathroom to extinguish this, saying to Phillips, I better wear tights. Oh, my. Okay? Garland self-tarmed herself again two years later in the middle of a conversation with Stevie, her manager in the suite at the Ritz-Carlton in Boston. The singer looked at Stevie Phillips dead in the eye, smiled, and slit her wrists. She cut through an artery. Stevie said, I learned that blood doesn't leak out. It gushes. And it gushed all over. And she was so disturbed by that. She almost quit. She almost quit. All right. But 
Then they were playing Jim Rummy another time in Las Vegas after Judy got off stage at 2 a.m. And they were playing cards and um, she just needed to go to sleep. So she took drugs that would put her to sleep. And while she was asleep, she fell on a glass table and it um, it went through to her face. It caught her lip near the middle, the side of her nose, engaged the ed- edge of her eye, cut deeply into her forehead. She fell flat down on the white carpet. It was at the Sahara and she thought she was dead, didn't have a pulse, but she didn't know what to do. So she called the hotel desk. Hiding her voice's fear and asked for Judy Garland's entertainment director, Sam Irwin. So she said to Sam, to the operator, Miss Garland wants to talk to Mr. Irwin. Would you kindly ask him to come up? So he rushes to the room. Garland's limp body is... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There. They call a doctor. Um, blah, blah, blah. Don't even tell me she just slept through the whole thing. She was. Wow. She was not unconscious. She was asleep. She was drugged so much. Wow. And so... She just said, this is enough. She went down to her room. She tried. She wanted to quit. Quit. They gave her a $200 a week raise and she stayed on. But she just said it was really troublesome working for her because she was so lonely and so sad. And Well, I mean, mentally taking all those. I mean, think about it, that, that she'd been taking, been given the pills like when she was a teenager on the MGM lot. You and know, was betrayed taking- by every man wow. she was ever with, including her agent boss, manager, David Bagelman, who cheated on his wife with um, Barbara Streisand and embezzled thousands of dollars from not only Judy Garland, but Judy was broke. Yeah. That's why she needed to work. Because he, he embezzled all her money. All of her money. And he wow. did this with Cliff Robertson. Mm-hmm. And they found out that he would just sign the checks for Judy. And, and, and Stevie's like, why do you keep signing her checks? You yeah. know, but she wasn't in a position to ask. She thought people cared more deeply for her, but everyone just used her. Wow. And then at one point, she was in charge of watching the kids. And um, her estranged husband, Sid Luft, mm-hmm. kind of kidnapped them. And she said, I'm not going home without those kids. They were in the same hotel. You give me those kids back. And just, Judy Garland is saying no, this? No, Stevie oh, did. Stevie is. Because Judy Garland put him in charge of the kids. And just a lot of different things. And she just battled so much substance abuse. I, I felt so Well, I mean, think about it. Louis, for her. Louis Goldwyn gives her Louis Mayer gives her speed yep. when she's filming Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. because she's going through adolescence and puberty and has developing breasts. They're taping her breasts down. Yeah. 
every and then they don't want her to eat so they're giving her speed yeah. right i mean she's a teenager yeah. i know yeah, it's very, yeah. and then wow. she had to take the um things and then to give get her done. downers yeah. because so you're on sleep. speed yeah. so you're having no appetite i mean awful. oh my yeah. gosh and she said garland struggled with depression drug addiction throughout her life attempting suicide on multiple occasions suffering numerous mental breakdowns kidney failure fluctuating weight battles and exhaustion i can see why her kids don't want to see this movie see about so. the last year of her life but please tell me that she always uh, like that that Judy like did she find happiness on stage? I told you, take- stage was where she found it. But okay. so when um, Judy Garland um, finally left Fields and Bagel Farm, whatever his name Bagelman. was, yeah, agency, and she found a little bit of happiness. But again, she was always drunk or drugged, Lori. And then when Stevie, the manager, who was only her manager for four years, mm-hmm. heard in 1969 that her old boss had overdosed on barbiturates, she was not surprised. And then she was said, for years, I would get a call three to five times a week at three or four in the morning from Judy. Her voice was slurred. You couldn't understand the words. I'd known she'd taken too much. There were stomach pumping for sure that was going on. I imagine myself or someone else would call someone to go help her mm-hmm. in the morning. And she said... She had, she struggled with that period of her life, those four years, and she said she couldn't bring herself to the singer's funeral. Yeah. Um, she was so deeply upset by her mm. death, she found it impossible to walk by her coffin, even though I was living across the street. I sat on a bench outside Central Park and watched the line as it made its way into the Frank Campbell funeral home and back out. She says, thinking about everything they endured together because there were terrible times and there were fun times. It was terrible. It was sad, expected, and a loss to the world of entertainment as well as an audience who adored her. Wow. Yeah. Makes me want to go see the movie. I know yeah. it. Really? Yeah, it me does. Too. Mm-hmm. Are we all going to go? Yes. Oh, I Judy? definitely want to see yeah. it. Yeah. Why, you still have to go Friday? see Hustlers. <laughs> Julia, based on your review, I don't know if I do need to. You're not going to. It's yeah. Put it on the back burner. Put it you. on the back yeah. burner. There you go. All right. Listen, we come back. We got our favorite headlines of the day. Posted for us, it's the Fenty uh, lingerie line, Joy. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at it. Do you it. like it? Um, well, I I hate that it's available on Amazon. So we can't even say that name. I know it. Uh, but I think there is a Fenty shop, a Savage Fenty shop at the Mall of America. I think you're right about that. And I am planning on going to the MOA this weekend and checking out... S-A-L-E-S and the I, clothes and the new stuff. Well, I, like, I want to look at her leggings. I've heard 
good things about her leggings. Okay. And she also has a kind of a cool bodysuit with a built-in bra. Oh, I like that idea. And I also like, I love a high-waist brief. I do, I'm too. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so my... I love a high-waist brief, my and she gets wa- rave reviews about her high High waist briefs brief. that are kind of okay. sexy. Okay. Kinda I had a couple pretty. friends that are, were, were still wearing thongs, and I'm like, how can you still be wearing thongs? And they're like, these aren't just thongs. They're hanky-panky. And oh, love those them. things. Remember those? I know. We had them years ago. I know, but I, they don't ride up. And they no. don't stick in your butt like floss, you know. So they were just well, they're they have they have more, a good they have they more have coverage. The lace, so kind of. Know. I thought, all right, I might get back into those. Um, we need to give a shout out to someone that we've worked with for the past seventeen years who's retiring. Yes, that is KS 95s Moon from Moon and Stacy's show, and well, they're on at the same time, so we see them at the end of the day, the yeah. beginning of breaks. the day, yes. and bathroom breaks. That's we see right. Stacy and Moon. Yep. But I mean, I didn't realize that Friday is his last day, I know. and yes, he's retiring. Indeed. He's got MS. He yes. does, and he says taking away my microphone is like taking away a guitar from Prince. Oh, but he's never been. He doesn't want a pity party. Yeah, he's yeah, always been. His charm has been his ability to laugh at himself in a bad situation. He he's, is always in a good mood. He's and he was so nice to us always, when we started, as always, opposed to started, Jason Lewis. We Who started. By the way, we started before him, Laurie. Who? Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Must I mean, but he was always nice to us. Like only a year, right? And Stacy, they've always been nice to us, and um, we just want to wish him the best. He's a great, great guy. He's Tonight we're going to Florida, right? I well, he's going to spend some time the down winter. there in the winter. But yeah. his MS has really been. Uh, you know, debilitating. It's, it's progressed. Yeah. yeah. Great story in the Star Tribune that'll be yes. in tomorrow. Um, but he does say this. He said it's going to be hard um, saying goodbye because this was his last day fair, but it does have its blessings. I don't have to look for Kardashian stories anymore. Which, <laughs> why does everyone who <laughs> leaves the business I'm say? with them. Because I'm we with them been, on that. <laughs> we were at the beginning, the yeah, middle, and true. still... The, the, we've been in every phase of Kardashians, Laurie. That phenom, yeah, and true. really, internet and social media yeah. is how long you know we've been on. Yeah. But there's a going away party for him tonight. Our company's doing, so I'm excited to see him and his lovely wife Cynthia. Yes. Um. So anyway, we will we'll miss him and. If you want to catch his last couple shows, yeah, it's on today and tomorrow. tomorrow I will say, I, I know we told Selena that, you know, it was like just weird timing with Time Magazine publishing her essay on About, immigration. Yes. Did and you read it? I did read it. And, you know, she is kind of becoming a little media mogul now. She's executive produced 13 Reasons Why. Right. On Netflix. Which is and great. She's uh, taking on the important issue of immigration. She became a producer of a new Netflix documentary calling Living Undocumented. And it covers the story of seven immigrants and their family. And it, just watching the trailer will make you cry. Wow. It will make you cry. Yeah. And um, anyway, they approached her in 2017 and she decided that she... Selena would do that because her grandparents were undocumented um, immigrants. immigrants and she wanted to take a stand. And so this whole thing that she wrote, it's really, it's Powerful. really, I'm going to read it. It's really good. Yeah. And it was published in Time Magazine and it came out on online yesterday. Right. And it was just like that 
The timing the felt timing weird was, with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah but it's it was more, it was Time Magazine yeah. Yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. And nobody realized that, you know, Bieber and had let us know that he was getting married on Monday, September 30th or whatever. They're already home. You know, well, Bieber I, and, and this wife. bothers me that they didn't go out on a honeymoon. I don't know why. I know it's their second marriage and everything. I just feel like maybe <sighs> their life is a honeymoon. Well, kind of. They can go anywhere they want, anytime they want. Yeah. He needs, here's my advice to them, because yesterday you gave your practical cavewoman advice. Yes. Um, PCW, as it were. Yes, the practical I'm going to give woman. my practical mom advice for him. Mm-hmm. Get a purpose outside of yourself, dude, if you want to make it. Yeah. You got to find, you got to give back, you got to go to school, you got to, you got to do something. Well, he, and do saying, something so, so for others. Someone online was like, they're thinking, because I had made mention that Haley Baldwin was a virgin, supposedly, you know, I right. thought she was because she's 22, not very experienced. I thought she was too. And apparently there were some blind items, but the one thing I forgot about Haley is that, you know, so Selena and Bieber break up in March of 2018. Mm-hmm. Haley Baldwin goes to the Met Gala in May of 2018 with Sean Mendez. Oh. And then she's married to Bieber September uh-huh. of 2018. Mm. This all happened quick. very, very yeah. quickly. quickly. And but she they had known each other before. They met at the Today yeah. Show backstage That's is how right. they met when he was 14 and she was 12. But she did scrub all photos of Sean Mendez off of her Insta and stuff. So mm. maybe Who knows? those two had a little something. But they, she doesn't have very much experience. No, That's she all doesn't. I'm saying. No, she doesn't. Yeah. And I just, my wish for them is... is I, Yeah, it would be, I would be shocked really think, if they made it, you know, 60 years, yeah. Julia. Just, but I'm well, just saying they don't time. need to go on a honeymoon because yeah. their life is a honeymoon, but you need a purpose. Uh, yeah. I would have want. I'd be. I'd be bummed out if I so came would home. I. And That's I, I flew down on after. Sunday and then I fly home on Tuesday and then it's like back to Calabasas. Well, he's yeah. got new music to record, Lori. But again, to release. I would. Oh, I release. Would, release. Right. Sorry. Release. I would want a wedding. I would want a honeymoon. Well, you're a regular person, Julia. Thank you, Lori. You're That's not, the biggest compliment ever. You're not a Bieber. I'm just a regular. Yeah, you're a regular guy. The I'm best regular. blind item I read about uh, Haley Baldwin was... Uh, that she was doing cocaine. That this bride likes everything in white. Oh, dear. In white. <laughs> I don't see that happening oh, at all. Oh. I have no idea. No, he's sober. I mean, he's worked... I, I don't know. I think he's done some good work. I just wish... The, the and she best. goes to the same church, right? Yeah. So they Hillsong. Hillsong. That's right. Yeah. All right, people. Have a great night. And uh, guess what? We'll be back tomorrow. That's right. Job done. Off you go. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account.
Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.